One. All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back. We got episode seven of the Fight Cast coming to you from Nashville and LA. We got some good fights this weekend. UFC was uh, rocking. It was, a, it was a great weekend for UFC. And uh, the fights were really good, I should say. Um, you know, there was, there was a lot of good there. The Joshua fight was good. We had uh, Shakur Stevenson. We had Berlinga, right? His name is? Yep. So getting to that. Um, the Joshua Pula fight was definitely... It was, I have some thoughts on that because uh, it bothered me a little bit, but at least he won. So um, then Stevenson I watched as well, and uh, we'll get into that. But um, UFC. So 256 was this weekend. Uh, we had Figueredo versus Moreno and Ferguson versus Oliveira. Um, that was – so last week we talked about – Figueredo and Moreno both coming off of so I I, I guess Moreno actually came off a two week uh, turnaround as well and he fought under Figueredo two weeks earlier um, mm. so they were both coming off two weeks stepping into another title fight um, and that fight was insane um, it went went five rounds and it ended up in a draw because Figueredo landed like a low blow to Moreno. To Moreno and uh, lost a point and it ended up being the only reason he lost the fight was because he lost that point so it ended up in a draw he kept his title and whatever happens after that but that kid Moreno is a fucking sap he was take I mean with it 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 when you look at when I watched the fight I thought Moreno and I, I think anybody else if it wasn't him I don't I mean anybody else would have been dropped because he was getting rocked and he was getting rocked and he was still standing right in front of him and he was hitting him too. And he was giving him back. And he was, um, the thing was, was I think that the, the inability of Figueredo to like put him away made it seem like Moreno won the fight. That's because to me, I, the first time through I watched the fight and I was like, yeah, Moreno won that fight. And then I ended up draw. And then I went back and I watched it again. And like the, I, I listened to Chael Sonnen. He talks about, basically all the fights that come through for UFC after the week and he recaps everything. And he was kind of, he explained some things and he was talking how, and I did realize this when I was watching the fight, the announcers were kind of like bagging on Figueredo saying like he was exhausted. He was dying off. He was falling off. Um, you know, he, you could clearly see he was like getting tired and I was, I was biting at it. Like I was going for, it. I was like, yeah, he's getting exhausted. Like he must, he's losing, he's losing, he's losing. Then I went back and watched the fight again and he really wasn't on top of that. And then I guess he was sick. So I guess he threw up after the weigh-in the day before. And he was in the hospital until 2 a.m. the night before the fight. He got out of the hospital. He went to the weigh-in. He was a half pound under. He threw up. And then the next day he was in the fight. Um, so like that dude, like he went through it and he still got there and he still, you know, and he technically won the fight. Realistically, he won the fight. If that low blow didn't happen, he, he would have won the fight. Um, but that fight was back and forth. Uh, Moreno had a lot of positions that he got in, and he didn't really do much with, and it made it seem as though he was winning the fight easily. Um, and again, it was, it was more of like a watching it the first time was like one story, and then watching it the second time was a second story. 
Um, but definitely it was a great fight for both of them. There'll definitely be a rematch. There's got to be now because it was a draw. And I think it'll be, you know, a fantastic fight to watch moving forward. Um, the under the co-main event, which exactly what I talked about, Tony Ferguson versus Oliveira. Um, this was Ferguson's make or break, and he, uh, he broke, just put it that way. Um, he got dominated the entire fight, literally from the start of the fight. Um, when it, you know, he, he, he got dominated on the feet, he got dominated on the ground, and Oliveira, like, threw him, like, took him down each round and kept him on the ground the entire time. I don't know. Did you see any of the Ferguson fight? No. So Ferguson, ugh, I don't know how he didn't tap, but if you look up quick, Tony Ferguson armbar, um, he got put in an armbar and his literally his elbow was like bent back and like, like this, and he didn't tap. And he basically like his elbow was fucked up. It had to be fucked up, um, but he didn't tap. And the, the round ended if there was another 10 seconds, he would have tapped because Oliveira had him in a arm, he had him in an arm bar and then he stuck the arm underneath his arm and just like leaned back and just, he would have popped his elbow out. Um, Ferguson didn't tap. And then from there on, he just got dominated basically the entire fight. He literally looked like he had no business being in the ring almost. And it sucks because Ferguson is a good fighter, but like this was going to be the thing that um, either made or break the rest. Like that was his chance essentially. And um you saw that in the rankings. Um, he jumped, Oliveira jumped up to number three and Ferguson, I don't know where he dropped off to, but um, he dropped down. And that, I mean, like he, his, his, in my eyes, his championship uh, run is over unless something crazy happens, but it, it was just not good for him. He didn't look good. He, and I guess he fired his entire coaching staff before this fight. And he was like his own trainer and his own fighter, like his own fight coach. And like, he had a corner, but like, he was the guy who was like making all those decisions prior and working out by himself. So, um, you know, whatever's going on there, I think he needs to trust somebody, get a nice coach and let them kind of handle stuff for him moving forward. Cause he, you know, I don't know what happens next. I don't know who he fights next. I don't know what it looks like, but he, um, he wasn't, he did not look fit to be in there. Not fit. He looked fit, but he just didn't look there to be in the fight. Um, and, you know, there was videos surfacing about Khabib that said a couple months ago, and he was like, listen, he's like, I, I, I think Tony's going to lose his next fight because, like, you can't. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Gaethje fight when he fought Tony Ferguson. But, like, Ferguson got fucked up from Gaethje. Um, and Khabib was like, you can't really take that much damage your entire career, and eventually, like, it's going to run out eventually, you know? Yeah. Um, so Khabib called it, and he lost his second fight, and now it's just going to, you know, I feel like he's going to step into like a gatekeeper role where it's going to be just kind of like a guy that they throw people against that are coming up because he's a big name. Um, yeah. But, you know, that was his chance and he blew it. So whatever goes on from there happens, but uh, it, it sucks to see. But he, um, yeah, it wasn't a good fight for him. It wasn't a good look. Um, other than that, there was a really good fight underneath that with, uh, uh, what's her name? I forgot her name. Um, uh Oh, Mackenzie Dern and Verna Jandroba. Uh, Mackenzie Dern is a badass motherfucker. She is, she's a beast. Um, but that was a really good fight. And they were both like black belts. And it ended up being like a mainly striking bout because like neither of them really wanted to go to the ground. Um, they tried, she tried to take her down. The other girl, Jandroba, was a little bit stronger than you could tell because uh, Dern couldn't like control her. But uh, I didn't pick that one on here, but I picked Dern to win that fight. Um, 
so I counted it, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, uh, last week I picked Ferguson and he lost, uh, it was more of a, a, uh, hoping he won because I, I thought he would pull up there. And then, uh, Figueredo and Moreno was a, a draw. So I, I, I didn't lose there technically. Um, so this weekend we got UFC fight night. We got Steven Thompson versus Jeff Neal. Um, with a couple of cool fights underneath, we got Jose Aldo and Marlon Vera, and then we got uh, Michael Pereira and Kalen Williams, um, or Callen Williams, sorry. Um, so of these three, these are going to, you know, this was supposed to be headlined by Hamza Kamaev and Leon Edwards, and whatever happened there, one of them pulled out, and that fight's no longer. So this fight, this card kind of took a hit, but these, you know, these fights are going to be pretty good. I think Thompson's going to win, and I really think that um, – Thompson's going to, you know, I wouldn't say win handily, but I think it's going to be a good fight. And I think he's going to win. Um, I think he's going to really step up here. And I think that, um, you know, I, I see him winning by decision. Um, I think he's, he is the underdog though. Uh, Jeff Neal is kind of like this up and coming. Um, I don't want to say like knockout artist, but he's, he, you know, he's, he is someone who's can hit hard. Um, but I, I still think Thompson's going to pull this out by decision. Um, other than that, we got Jose Aldo, Marlon Vera. This fight's kind of cool because a lot of people consider uh, Vera to be kind of like the next Aldo or like they, they have like kind of the same style and he was coming up the same way. And um, Vera won like a kind of controversial fight his last time out against uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um because Sean O'Malley broke his foot and then uh, Vera hit him and kind of knocked him out, but didn't, it was like a TKO and he was like talking all this shit. And I don't think he would have won that fight if O'Malley didn't break his foot. Um, so I do think Aldo's going to win here. And um, you know, cause I, I just think he's a better overall fighter. And I think that, um, you know, I, I just think he's going to pull this out. And uh, Michael Pereira is a cool uh, a cool fighter to watch. He um, a little bit of him. He's there. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Fun. He's yeah. doing like flips in the cages and like these spinning, weird ass spinning kicks. Um, he's definitely flashy, um, and he has he definitely has a lot of like he's just fun to watch. And Williams, they call him Chaos Williams. Um, he had a fucking knockout last time he was out. I think I think it was about a month ago. And he uh, he drops some dude, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch this fight. I think Pereira is going to win by decision. I think he's just overall a better fighter, and uh, he's got movement. And he's got everything that you want, even though he's a little bit too much sometimes. I think he's, uh, you know, he's got a lot of a lot of good in his fighting style, and I think he's going to pull this out and win. Um, so picks Stephen Thompson. I think he's going to win by decision. Jose Aldo. I think he's going to win uh, by decision. And then Pereira, I think he's going to win by decision. Um, and then after that, I think that's it for the rest of this year for UFC. And then we were on to uh, 2021 where we got some huge fights. My boy Connor's coming back. I'm excited and uh, got some more UFC stuff. But uh, until that point, definitely got some good boxing coming up this weekend. We had some good boxing this past weekend and, uh, moving forward we got a couple good fights this weekend and then i think we have a couple more towards the end of this year or no yeah i think there's uh the last i want to say the last week of december 
of this month or something. Or, well, that would be, no, yeah, yeah. So that the last week of December leads into the weekend that we'll get uh, Ryan Garcia and Luke Cam. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ryan Garcia, I forgot about. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so past weekend, we had uh, Anthony Joshua uh, versus Pulev. I was, it was a good fight. Joshua clearly won that fight. Um, I don't know if you've thought the same thing as I did, but I feel like he let it go on for way too long. Or like he was, because they were talking about it and they were saying, you know, he changed his style a little bit and he used to just be like this missile seeker where he was just going in and just swinging, just trying to knock people out. And then after the um, Andy Ruiz fight, when he got dropped, he kind of changed up and it almost, he was almost like too hesitant he, in the beginning, it was fine. Like he was playing him out. He was looking what it was, but he had a couple of chances where I think he just needed to just go forward and just end him. And he didn't, and he almost like let it on. He was trying to show out too much. And I, I didn't watch much of the press conferences and whatnot. So I don't know if he was like getting under his skin, like pool was getting under Joshua's skin at all, but it looked like he was being a little bit like flashy and like trying to like almost stick it to him instead of just trying to finish the fight. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a little bit of that, but I think it was more of him being this new kind of fighter where he isn't just relying on athleticism all yeah. the time. He His game plan was smart. Like, he probably could have got Pulev out of there earlier, but Pulev is a dude that's, that's dangerous. And uh, I, I almost – I don't know. Did he, he – I feel like he there was at one point he – Stunned him a little bit. Like, he hit him and he stunned him. But maybe I missed it. Or I saw it wrong. Pull up stunned AJ? Yeah. I, I mean, he caught him with a couple good shots. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it stunned him. I, I'd say more surprised him. Yeah. And I, I think that was the reason why AJ didn't just shoot in there and try to finish him off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, when he got up from the, the, the first knockdown of the fight, he went in there and he, he threw some shots. Um Pulev was able to survive and Joshua did the right thing. I mean, it's like, okay, I, um, I went in there, threw some heavy shots, didn't get on. Okay. Now let's go back to boxing. I mean, which is what he did. Um, I, I tend to agree that, you know, there were, I think it was like round seven and eight. Um, cause I, he put him out in, in nine, right. The ninth round. So I think, yeah, I think it was the two rounds before that he, he kind of looked like he was taking his foot off the gas a little. Yeah, yeah. So it went from, it went from smart boxing to now I'm just not doing anything and I'm just yeah. sort of waiting for him to make a mistake. And in that, like, yeah, Pulev was able to come forward and land some stuff and get some confidence back in the end. It didn't help him. I just, there was only one way this fight was going to end. It was a knockout. It just, Pulev is just defensively he has nothing he has none of it yeah i mean he was getting Um, so yeah i mean he was gonna get hit hard he was gonna get put out regardless um so i I, uh, you know it it is kind of disappointing that aj did take those two rounds off i guess um but it was still he did what he was supposed to do he was, he was going to knock the guy. He should have knocked the guy out. He knocked the guy out. Knocked him down a total of four times, I think. So he did what he was supposed to do. It just yeah. – he probably he probably could have got him out there a little. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't like – you know, I, he was clearly at all points in that fight he was winning. 
Yeah. Um, but it was just one of those things where I saw it and I was like, he's like, he could have put this, like when he, the first knockout or knockdown, he had him and he could have, you know, I feel like he could have put it away then. And he kind of like, was like, like a little bit farther back. He wasn't like going all the way in and like Pulev was getting like some confidence back, like he said. And then it's kind of like, you know, Joshua would just like catch him and then like, he wouldn't finish it and he'd catch him and he wouldn't finish. And then like towards the end, it was like, you know, he actually, you know, finished it and Pulev couldn't stand up or he just stopped. Um, yeah. But I felt like watching that fight that Joshua had like, and I did, I don't know. Like I felt like he was holding back a little bit in the beginning, at least in terms of like, cause I think, once you saw it going, like he was clearly like head and heels and no, I don't think anybody uh, going into that fight was expecting anything else, but he was like head and heels above Pulev. So, yeah. I, you know, and just yeah. terms of, like boxing skill. Yeah. Um, I, you know, sometimes though, a fighter needs to know that they can do something else. You know what I mean, like, yeah. So it, it looked to me like he was, like he, he liked outboxing Ruiz in the rematch. It looked it looked to me that he liked that. Now he knows that he can do it. It's like, oh, I don't gotta just I don't have to just go straight in and people and throw all these bombs. I can outbox some guys. And I think I think it'd be fair to say that some of that was on his mind. Maybe I don't want to say during the fight. I thought it was on his mind during the fight, but going into the fight, like yeah, I beat this guy, and I'm going to have to fight Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. who's the best boxer that I'm going to face. Yeah. So I think a little bit of that went into, like, you know, okay, I'm winning. When I am on the outside, I'm going to stay there, and I'm going to use my jab. I'm going to move my head, move my feet, and, and try to box a dude. So I think it looked like some of that, like, crept into his mind. Like, you know, when I get the chance, I'm going to stay back here and box instead of being super aggressive. Yeah, and I think he. But again, that resulted in that. Like I, I personally, I think the only round that Pulev won was round seven. Yeah, and that was just because Joshua wasn't really throwing anything. It's not like Pulev didn't land anything significant, really. I mean, tagged him a couple times, but didn't really look like he was hurt. Mm-hmm. But he landed enough, and AJ wasn't really doing anything. Um, so it did. It did that mindset, like, oh, I'm just going to sit back and box. It can be harmful sometimes if you just decide like oh, i'm not going to do anything yeah you know you can be too careful yeah and especially like with someone like i said because you're just like head and heels above better than it's almost like you just sometimes you just got to be like all right fuck it, i'm just going to finish this you know because like there is there is always i feel like there always is a chance with someone like pool where you just get fucking caught for some reason you know or well yeah heavy they're, they're heavyweights yeah it's 245 pounds you know it's like yeah you you fuck around with him too long and he lays one on you like yeah it could it could be over so yeah yeah and uh, I think he ended up calling out Tyson Fury after ended up uh, saying that Fury's next at least um, yeah yeah it's it's gonna happen uh, top rank and match with Marty like they, they said they're they almost have a contract done like there's yeah it was gonna happen it's the only it's the only fight to make in the heavyweight division right now yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's going to happen. They say uh, they're looking at May, uh, the first part of May. So, cool. I'm excited for that. I'm definitely, yeah. definitely ready and excited for that. That'll be a good fight. And Tyson Fury's got a fight. You said, does he have another fight? Yeah, he was. I I thought that I he was supposed to. I thought that I read that 
he signed on to fight this dude sometime in December. But I don't see him on the schedule, so I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, maybe it got canceled. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All I see is all I see is uh, yeah, all I see is the fear of the Anthony Joshua Fury fight. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I don't know I don't know what happened. I thought he was supposed to be fighting, but I guess not. Whatever. All right. So then we had uh, Shakur Stevenson. Toka Khan Clary, he uh, basically happened what you said was going to happen. He just got hit the entire time. Yeah, I mean, Stevenson is just so smart and just so good at finding range and so calm. He, re- he actually reminds me a lot of Mayweather in, in his calmness. Like, the way that he moves into position – to throw um, a flurry is so smooth. He's just so smooth. Like he doesn't jump in and jump out. Like he steps in, so he like glides in, boom. Like he'll throw a jab, then throw a straight, glide in and then ha ha and then rip some shots and then glide back. He's just so smooth. Um, just real smart. Um, uh, Clary just didn't, he just, didn't have enough to contend with with Stevenson was just too dude. I didn't like it's, it looked like uh Shakur didn't miss a shot the entire mm-hmm. fight. Like that's what it felt like. It felt like everything he threw landed. Um and there's just not a whole lot you can do when you like I, I said last week Clary doesn't have the kind of power yeah um to make Stevenson respect him. So there's really nothing you can do at that point. Like you don't, you're not scaring him. So you're just going to keep moving in and throw whatever he wants to throw. And he's landing everything. He landed everything. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's what. I I read, I read, um, they put a top rank, put a stat out in. So Shigar Stevenson is 15 and oh, in his entire career, only 351 punches have been landed on him. Jesus. Dude, in 15 fights, only 351 punches have been landed on him. That's ridiculous. That's so that tells you, like, how smart he is. Like, he's just yeah. a really smart, smooth fighter. I mean, and, and I think, like I said, I think you, with those type of guys, especially with, like, a, a guy who are already, if, if, if you're not getting hit, you're most likely a decent counterpuncher, too. So he's just taking shots at uh Toka Khan Clary all all basically all all fight and that was it. And yeah. it was just it was just not, you know, the scorecards reflected it. I think it was I don't remember the final score, but I know it was like a heavy favorite. Shut of- him out. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think Clary got any rounds. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't remember but I don't I don't I don't think so. Yeah. I, I really like I would have been shocked if Clary got more than like around and I, I don't i don't i think the score i think he did shut him out I yeah. think, for the most part yeah and then um there was another fight on there i can't remember the guy's name i was just trying to find it um he had a pretty eventful fight and he looked really good i feel like his name was caleb i can't remember his name i don't remember i know berlanga fought right before stevenson 
and he got another first round knockout. So he's 16 and 0 with 16 first round knockouts. I mean, he's not really fighting anyone. The these guys he's fighting are just ass cheeks. They're so they're so bad. Like this dude, this dude that he fought on Saturday has no fucking power, and he's in there trying to trade shots with him, like not even trying to box. But you can't like all this dude Berlanga does is go move forward and throw bombs. <laughs> but you got You got to try to box it. Like if you don't have that type of power. Mm-hmm. To where again you may tag him and make him, you know, think about how he's approaching his attack. Then you got a box. These guys are in there just trying to slug it out with him. They have no business doing it. So pretty soon though he'll, you know, I imagine in the next handful of fights he'll be in there with some guys who can actually fight. And then we'll yeah, like to have the power that he has. Maybe not the play. He does have like uh, that that separation power that like yeah. he's got all time like like i mean he he's just it looks like everything he throws hurts <laughs> but he'll he'll get in there he'll get in there with uh with some guys that can they can fight back eventually yeah. next handful of fights um elvis rodriguez also fought on the undercard but he was one of the early fights and there was still football on so they didn't show um and not on TV anyway. I think if you had the app, but I was watching it on TV. Um, so, I'm, but Elvis Rodriguez won too, so he stays undefeated. Um, and I forget if there was Chris one. Chris Colbert was the guy I was thinking of. Oh yeah, he fought on Showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's nasty. Yeah. I didn't get to see that because I was watching the, the ESPN. I saw. I, I I forgot who I saw on. Uh, someone mentioned his name. Um, I saw a couple like. Floyd Mayweather references and um, saying that I think Stephen A. Smith said that he was like the closest thing to Floyd that he's seen. And yeah, well, uh, Stephen A. Smith is an but, idiot. It yeah, yeah. No, idiot. Um, but I did see the highlights of his fight, and he, he, you know, he did really well. Um, he definitely had a good fight, and he was touching the guy up. But I think it was I don't you know I don't think he was getting damaged as much, but he was definitely taking hits. So like, yeah. I don't know. You can't really say that. I mean, it's not. It's hard to. <laughs> to say anybody is close to Floyd, but um, if you yeah. want to say anyone, you, you, you say you have to say Stevenson. The fucking yeah. guy got hit three hundred fifty-one times in fifteen fights. I mean, like, like yeah, that's another ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, like I said, uh, I think we. Well, I think you mainly, but we predicted uh, those fights clear across the board, all winners. Um, and then we got this weekend, we got some big names. We got Canelo, we got triple G and, uh, you know, these are, if you like boxing, if you're into fight sports, these are like the guys to watch. Um, and if you want to go watch highlights, they fought each other already. Canelo technically, oh, he won the last time. And then those are controversial decisions. In my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I the, so the, the first fight, it was a draw, but triple yeah. G really won that fight. Yeah. Um, and the second fight, Canelo just fucking it was a wash, bro. He yeah. knocked Triple G up that second fight. I wish I wish Triple G won because there would have been a third fight. That would have been fun to watch. But yeah. um, but anyways, Canelo won. There still might be a third fight. Because again, there's no one yeah. there's no one left for, for Canelo to fight, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Triple G's 39 years old, like I don't I don't know, like, or 38. So I don't know. Canelo's basically not going to be that exciting. Yeah, Canelo's what? How old is he now? Thirty. I think he just turned thirty. That's ridiculous. He's literally been 
Yeah, and he's fifty three and one. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be like he's gonna be a hundred. I, I I can't imagine. Uh, like, case, he'll he'll end up fighting probably you know close to seventy fights. Yeah, by the time it's over. Yeah, like his career. I don't know what his like like all time. He's probably a ridiculous number of fights and and he's just like he's just clearly like it's just one. I love watching Canelo too. Yeah, um, and I wish I wish Floyd's too smart. I wish I could see that fight. Because I think he would like now it wouldn't make sense because I think he's above Floyd's weight class, right? Yeah, he's he's way yeah. way bigger. Like I don't even think I think if they even if they fought at like a catch weight, like chose a catch weight of like one fifty five, I I don't even know if Canelo could get down to there. And yeah. he's he's big, he's bulky now. Um, I mean, he's, he's, fight, he's a super uh, super middleweight, so they're fighting at one sixty eight. Okay, and you know he's currently the middleweight champ, one sixty. You know. So again, it'd be you know maybe he can get down to you know that 154, 155, but it's not worth it. It's still it's still like that's that's asking too. First of all, there's too much of an age there. Again, maybe there's 44 years old. No, 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 not now. I'm just saying, like I wish I saw like peak Canelo versus peak Floyd because he but caught still, early. Still too much of an age difference because even when they fought, yeah, Canelo was 22 or 23. Mayweather was like 36 so they even even at that time like you couldn't see them both during their peaks yeah it's just it was no but canelo he's fighting caleb plant um no he's fighting caleb smith caleb smith oh yeah yeah, caleb smith yeah 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 yeah. sorry sorry um i mixed those two up but uh i think canelo's gonna he's gonna he's gonna show what he's made of let's just put it that way um I mean, he's gonna. I don't. Do you have a prediction specifically in terms of what you're? Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Canelo by decision. Um, Calum Smith is a big fucking dude. Mm-hmm. He's one of these tough English dudes. Um, I think it'd be. I think Canelo could knock him out, but Calum Smith. One, he's six three. He's a six foot three super middleweight. Uh, he's got a ton of range. He's at uh, 168. Yeah. Um, he's got, and he uses that size well. He know he like he can get small. He can fight small, but he can also fight tall. Um, so I think it'll be um, it'll be hard for Canelo to um, land shots that could put him away. Mm-hmm. Um, I still I still think like the the actual. The, the thing with Cal Smith is that he's really, really fucking good, but he's a one-dimensional fighter. Mm-hmm. And Canelo is just one of those guys that he could do anything in the ring. So I just – I think he's going to outbox him. Um, and once again, Canelo, I think he's just going to show that he's in a class above everybody else. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be – I think he'll cruise to a decision. I, I don't think this is going to be like some shutout. Like, Cal Smith is too good to get, you know, beat like that. Like, he'll – He'll probably get a couple rounds, but I can have a decision. Cool. I mean, I, I think can I, I wasn't, I've never seen a lot of Smith. Um, I didn't know he was six, three. Cause that's fucking massive. Yeah. Um, considering he's one sixty eight, I don't, I mean, I know people who are six, three, who are like 200 usually. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, Canelo, I think, yeah, no matter who he's fighting, I think unless there's, some random person who comes out of nowhere and shows something. I don't think he's anywhere close to anybody. I think he's just, and then you saw that because triple G was 
Triple G is fucking, and I wanted to, I don't know if, did you see, did I, I don't, I don't know if I tagged you. He, uh, Triple G said something to Oscar De La Hoya. He was like, if I ever get the chance to kill someone in the ring, I just might take it. Yeah. And uh, I tagged Jake Paul and I said, why aren't you calling out Triple G? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of person that you would go against. But, um, you know, guys like Triple G and Canelo, they don't come off it, but like, you saw it and like triple G was the guy, like that guy who was just as skilled and like had the power and couldn't. And then, you know, Canelo beat him. So. And a fucking oh, dude, this guy's chin is unreal because Canelo rocked him, fucking rocked him several times in yeah. both fights and triple G just ate him. Yeah. So you think about this, like this dude, so they were fighting at 160, mm. right? This dude, Canelo, went up to light heavyweight, 175, and put Kovalev to sleep at 175. Yeah. So we know he's got the power yeah. to move up weight. And Triple G was just eating clean punches and moving forward. So that, he, that dude's an animal. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And he, and not only is he an animal with his chin, but like he's got, he could give it back too. But yeah. I think Canelo is just. No, oh, yeah, Triple G's got that amazing power. Yeah. Amazing. And I just don't think Canelo is one of those guys. It's the same thing. It's just one of those dudes. I don't, you know, he's got a chin. And he, like he can take those punches. Canelo's got a chin, but he's also, again, he's crafty enough to not get hit with clean shots very yeah. often. Like you seldom see him get hit with something flush. Yeah. Plus, he's, he's got that Mexican chin roll down. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, he, he's, like, he's like the best at that. He's, he's the best at that. Yeah. He moves well. I was watching his training video. Uh, He's posting some stuff, but then like I, I was just watching on YouTube, just going in, checking it out. Um, he's he's this looks strong. Like he just looks so like he just looks thick. He just looks. Oh, we talked about this thick, before. Like, he's, a, he's like Canelo's one of those guys that just like that's what he does. He just does boxing. He's he's one of those people where if I just saw him from the shoulder, like from the shoulders up, I would know he was a good boxer because his neck is just fucking. He just like this fucking like. Big dude, he's just got like this chiseled chin, and he's just yeah. looks like, it, but, like he's not really cut like that. Like he doesn't have like this this yeah. um, you know amazing superhero physique. But yeah, you see like all the cuts in his fucking in his shoulders and like yeah. everything. You could tell that he's nice with his hands. Yeah, and he's he's filthy. He sure proves it every time. So Canelo by decision will be the uh, the uh, um, prediction for me. Um, I'll, I'll follow Jake there. And then we got uh, Triple G versus uh, – who's he fighting? Some Russian dude that I've honestly I've never – it's really hard to get any tape on him. Mm. Um, but I saw some highlights, which basically most of the highlight video was just him training. Mm. Um, but he looks like one of these Russian dudes that just goes forward, doesn't move his head a lot. So – um, I, who knows? He could be carrying a ton of power in his hands because seems like all those Russian dudes do carry a lot of power. But again, we just talked about Triple G's chin. Yeah. Um, and then even though Triple G is getting up there in age, um, he's still got that power. Yeah. Um, he's still a very accurate puncher. Um, so I'm going to say Triple G knocks this dude out. Um, and based on the very little that I've seen of this other dude, um, I'm gonna say he gets him out of there early. Um, say, let's say round five. Let's okay. Say Triple G knockout fifth round. Cool. I'll stick. I'll stick with. Uh, I'll go third round. 
If he doesn't move his head, I think Triple G is going <laughs> to knock his head off, take his head off, and just send it for a ride. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know who the guy is. And I've never seen him fight. But um, I'll always go with Triple G unless he's fighting Canelo. Let's just put it yeah. out. Um, but, yeah, and then, you know, those two are going to be on the zone. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out if uh, if it's something you have to pay for because I thought I read somewhere that you had to, but I think if you just get the zone membership, you'll be able to uh, watch those this weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of other boxing, is there anything else coming up? Or there is, um, I know. So we do. We have Ryan Garcia and. Um, Ryan Garcia and Luke Campbell, January 2nd. Um, let's see. Uh, what's, what, what's, oh, next week is the 26th, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Christmas weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so there's not, there's not really, there's a couple fights in Japan next weekend. Um, no names that I'm familiar with. Yeah, then January 2nd, Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's for the next two weeks, that's that's the fight. That's the fight is uh, Garcia-Campbell. Yeah, and UFC is done after this weekend until beginning of next year. I just looked up. There's not until midway through January that there's anything, unless something else comes up. Um, we got Max Holiday and Calvin Qatar, which should be a good fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Oh, I just want to, I want to mention too, because I know we talked about last week about the Mayweather Logan Paul oh, yeah. uh, exhibition. Yeah. And the way that they're structuring the payments to try to get viewers. So uh, Miguel Burchelk and Oscar Valdez. Um, uh, Two really, really good light. Oscar Valdez, I think, is still undefeated. Miguel Bichel has one loss, and his loss was to Javante Davis. Um, which, by the way, Stevenson was calling out Miguel Bichel after his fight. Um, so he's he's a name. Is he on but they were supposed to fight. Uh, no, they're fighting February twentieth um, on ESPN. Okay. So, so there will be some attention taken away from that bullshit exhibition on that day. Like, as I said it last week, I think they took that, they chose that date because there wasn't any fight scheduled, mm -hmm. but this just got rescheduled to February 20th. Mm -hmm. So it will be a real fight on that weekend. So you don't have to watch that dumb bullshit. And yeah. Sunny ESPN is free. You don't got to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Two actual like, really good fighters <laughs> that are fighting for Hell, you know what I mean? So you don't have to watch Mayweather, you know, an out of shape McDonald's eating Mayweather fucking getting there and slap Logan Paul around. Yeah. For money. Like you don't like you don't have to watch that dumb shit. Speaking of them, I don't know if you if you did see anything, but uh he offered Conor McGregor fifty million dollars. Yeah, I, I saw that. And then immediately I I direct messaged him again, and I direct messaged his his coach, the dude BJ Flores. Uh -huh. And I was like, "Bro, your boy is so soft. Why are you so scared to fight real fighters?" Like, I was like, "Let me in there for some sparring sessions. Let me end this dude's career." But, dude, the things that he was saying, like, he's like, a fucking, he's a fucking piece of shit. 
He's real. I get, yeah. It's like we. This is the world we live in. Let's say whatever to to get the you know eyeballs and, and then, uh, on this event. And it's like, dude, you're you're like, what did this dude ever do to you besides being a target for you to make some money? Yeah. And you're talking about his family like that. I mean, like, do you understand? Even even McGregor, like kind of like where he comes from, right? In Ireland, like I don't know if he knows a lot about Ireland, but Ireland. Other than like a couple of the major cities like Dublin and Belfast mm-hmm. in the downtown areas where there's a lot of tourists, Ireland isn't like, um, it's a rough joint, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And record comes from a place where like dudes, like kids in the street, they grow up beating the fucking shit out of each other. That's what Irish people do, man. They get hammered <laughs> and beat the shit out of each other. Right? And this guy, like, like he's saying these things like, like he doesn't like he's not aware. Like he again, like like this is all some show. And there like, is. yeah, maybe it is a show. Yeah. But this aspect of the show is gonna get you fucked up, man. He's so he uh when he put out he put out a week if you didn't see it, Jake Paul put out a video this past weekend about um basically Conor McGregor calling him out, calling his wife a four saying that he could do better and like saying something about Conor when he punched that old guy and calling Dana White like a bald bitch and whatever. And he's just, you know, he's getting attention. He's reaching for attention. Um, And I don't, I think this was like why people don't like him because like, there's no reason for him to go that far. There's no reason for him to say anything. I really hope Conor doesn't, you know, give him the attention because this is just like, um, this is basically just like rewarding a bad child. And on top of that, the, the one thing I, I have seen that I would fuck, I would hundred percent love to see is Nate and Nick Diaz said that they want to fight the Paul brothers on the same night. And I would a hundred percent, I would love to see that shit. Yeah. It would be great to watch them kill them. Literally. Yeah, so kill that's them. like, and, and Nate Diaz is one of those dudes like, and this is and this was my take was like if if he fights anybody I would love it to be Nate Diaz because one he couldn't knock Nate Diaz out if he wanted to because I don't even think a pro I I've seen Nate Diaz take some fucking shots and he's just in the ring in your face giving you those stock and slaps just keeps going just just all over um, but I would love to see it just for Nate Diaz to fuck him up and just get beat by a dude who just like. I, I would just love to see it. And like, I'm just like, I'm so beyond sick of it. Like, I just want, I want you to fight him. I want somebody to fight him who has a boxing background um, just cause he's so, and then like this, so Dylan Dennis, Connor's sparring partner, like for jujitsu. Um, I don't know if you saw that video, but Dennis was at a gym or something or he was doing an interview and Jake Paul like found out where he was, rolled up to him on a truck and like threw shit at him. And then Dylan Danis ran over to him and he drove away. Like, what a bit, like, 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 how are you going to say shit to this guy? Again, because the Paul brothers are from the suburbs. Yeah. That's some suburban shit, right? You throw something at somebody and then drive away. That's some suburban shit. Yeah. Right. Fucking. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's why like the shit talking in boxing it, well, in fighting for the most part, I mean, the, the MMA has some like weird shit talkers too, because I mean, let's be honest, some guys in the UFC or some white suburban dudes that like, they got into a fight in a bar once or they fought in high school and they think they could fight and they, they end up in these events and they say like 
really odd things that like a lot of people are I, hear dudes, I hear these dudes talk shit sometimes and and i'm like what, like, why did you think that was going to hurt someone's feelings? You know what I mean, like, it's it's really odd. And Jake Paul is one of these these dudes that, like, he just doesn't know anything about the culture of fighting. You know what I mean? Like, there's a culture to it. Like, and, and again, there's a reason why broke people become rich and become so great at, at fighting. Because they want to. They have a desire to. It was, it's been built up inside of them. They grew up in this environment where this is what happens, yeah. right? And when you're from the suburbs and that doesn't happen, this is how you act. Yeah. Oh, I want to be involved with fighting, but I don't really know what to do. He really, he's like Will Ferrell. He's like in, a, in Ricky, as Ricky Bobby. You uh-huh. know, he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like this is where he's, he's like in the middle of this thing. He's like, I don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> so I'm just saying things that I think are shocking. Um, I'm calling people up. Even his, his nickname, bro. His nickname is a problem child. Yeah. Like, ew. You know what I mean? Like how, how, how fucking juvenile, right? Like he, he doesn't, he just doesn't. Like Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner's nickname was the problem. And he was actually yeah. like but, but, yeah. a problem. <laughs> problem. Yeah, he like he knows enough not to like to take child out of there because yeah. it looks bad, right? It, it's just that he the, the, these guys um they're out of their element, you know. Yeah. Right? They, that's just that's what it comes down to. And it, really it, it yeah, we we keep, we talk about it every week. It's gonna keep happening until someone fucking hurts them bad. Yeah. Well, like I said, and, and, and listen, like you said, I disagree. Uh, about like you were like, hey, I hope uh, Connor doesn't lower himself. I hope he does lower himself, and I hope he does hurt him physically. Like the only way for people like that to get it is to be like permanently disfigured, or um, you know, have like some brain trauma or something happen to them that they have to live with for the rest of their lives. Because people like that, they have like he's got all the money in the world. He's got millions of people who think he's the shit. If McGregor takes the high road, he'll just keep thinking that like, oh, he's scared of me. Yeah. So what you do with people like that, and, and listen, there are, there are people like this in life. And sometimes the only way to handle it is to fucking physically hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the way, that's the way the world works, man. Yeah. Um, so the best thing that could possibly happen for everyone even for Jake Paul, is for Conor McGregor to get in the ring with him and fucking like, like crack his skull, and for him to put it be put in a position where Jake Paul can never fight again, or you know he may lose his life because then he's going to have to live the rest of his life knowing like I shouldn't have done that, yeah. right? That's what should happen. I just don't want his Jake Paul to make- be put in danger. Yeah, I just don't want him to make money from this because like he's going to, and like that's the biggest thing is like granted. <laughs> He's going to make money anyway. So he might as well just fucking, again, put him in a coma. He wakes up, he can spend the money however he wants, but he'll never fight again. All right. I, you know, that's the only way we're going to be over this. I, honestly, like, and, and for him to say some of the things that he said. Yeah, he said some fucked up shit. Like, no matter what. Like, his so, wife so the point is, uh, this is, this is his, uh, this has been something that I've, I've lived by, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I've grown out of going out and just fighting for the sake of fighting. Mm-hmm. But I, I, what I haven't grown out of is strongly believing that some people deserve to get beat the fuck up. Mm. And he's one of these guys. He's chosen to be a piece of shit human being. And so he, he deserves to get his ass beat. Yeah. That's just it. And, and 
no one should feel bad. Like, it's not like, I don't think Connor's like lowering himself, right? Connor's a fighter. This guy is pretending to be a fighter. I don't fucking fight. And then this guy could walk off into the sunset or whatever the fuck he's going to do with all the money he's got. At least we don't got to then one beating, one good fucking beating. And we don't have to talk about it anymore. That's true. Right? So let's hope. Let's hope. The only reason I keep bringing it up is because he keeps doing new shit. It's like he keeps saying I know. new shit. And, like, and listen, <laughs> I, you know, I love um, having the opportunity weekly to just shit on him like i i like it so um but i, I mean because who knows like after someone whoops his ass and we never see him again i might like for a while after just keep shitting on him yeah because i i, I like it so much <laughs> um but yeah i mean he's there you know we, we talk about fighting on this on the show and I, I mean i guess like it's it's there. It's in the the realm of what we discuss here. So yeah, we're, we're gonna keep talking. Right about if he gets fucking hurt, we can stop talking about it. Okay, someone just needs to fucking hurt him yeah. bad. Yeah, and I would love to see. I just I would love to see him step in a fucking cage. That's a like he. And they talked to him about it. I forgot someone said something to him about it. And he was like, I'm a boxer. I'm not a UFC fighter. He's not. He's not. He's not a boxer. I'm so sick of him saying that. He's not. <laughs> he said that Connor was 0-1 and, and he was 2-0 and in his boxing. <laughs> yeah, I know. What are you, what are you, like, what the you, are you talking about, dude? Connor McGregor fought like a, a top five boxer of all fucking time. <laughs> and you fought two guys that have never boxed before. And he's 2-0. and Nice job. <laughs> that, that, that's what I mean. Like that's that's some some social media uh, like gutter mouth bullshit. I'm just gonna say stuff because it sounds good. He he doesn't. He just doesn't know. Yeah. He he reminds me like the 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 situation that he's currently in is like when a white kid from the suburbs goes to like a party in the hood because they thought it would be cool. So they can go back and tell everyone in their high school that oh, I was in this party in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says the wrong thing to someone. And then he's just stuck out there in an island. And we're waiting to see, like, who's going to fuck this white kid up first? Yep. Like, that's the situation that Jake Paul is in right now. Yeah. Yeah. One of these guys at the party is going to fuck him up. And he, we just don't know who it is yet. Right? You. I hope you get the chance yeah. to fuck him up. I, I hope, fuck, I hope so. <laughs> Even if it's just... Uh, a sparring match, just put on YouTube, just get all the views. Open hands, slap him. You'd be a hometown Please. hero. You'd be a hometown hero. Um, so to recap, we got UFC fight night this week. We got uh, Thompson and um, Jeff Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal, however you want to say it. Oh. Um, Stephen Thompson. We're going with. Decision, I'm going with a decision. I don't know if Jake wants to know that. Jose Aldo, I'm going with a decision. Michael Pereira, I'm going with a decision. And then for boxing, we're going Canelo with a decision. And then Triple G with a knockout. Um, again, I think UFC, UFC is free this weekend. And it'll be on ESPN2 or ESPN Plus if you have it. Um, we have the Ocho. And the Ocho, yeah. <laughs> ESPN, the Ocho. Um, and then uh, Dazen will have... Uh, Canelo and Triple G. Triple G is fighting on Friday, and then Canelo is fighting on Saturday. Um, and then I, I think that's it. Is there any uh, closing remarks in terms of 
the fight stuff this week? No, man, just go, go, go watch fucking Canelo and be amazed and just enjoy it, man. Enjoy watching someone who's so good at what they do. It makes other people that are good at what they do look like fucking assholes. And he's probably still, I, I would say, I mean, realistically, unless he doesn't want to do it anymore, he's probably got another 10 years. With him keeping yeah. himself in shape and not he's never got hurt. Yeah, he can fucking do it forever. Yeah. He's never been hurt. Yeah. So yeah, he can another, do it forever. Another 10 years of Canelo. Might as well just pick it up now. Hopefully there'll be somebody who comes along and he's got his prime right now. Go, go, go watch a master, an absolute master at work. Is there anybody like coming up that could like step in his way or not really? No, I mean there's some guys with talent, like Caleb Plant. His name yeah. is on there. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh Charlo, but I mean, again, these guys are talented. It just, when it comes down to it, man, it's just not. There's a clear, again, if you have functioning fucking eyeballs, yeah, you can see the gap in, in skill, talent level. You know what I mean? So, they, there's some guys that he'll, he'll probably fight Charlo, he'll probably fight Plant. Um, you know, I just, I just don't think that they, those guys got it. That's all, you know? Yeah. All right. If you guys have it, Please subscribe, check it out, share it. Um, check out Immortals Boxing. Immortals or Immortal? Immortals. Immortals Boxing on Instagram and YouTube. Jake's got a bunch of um, tutorials and breakdowns on movements and uh, past fights. And then he's got this stuff on there as well. Um, or just follow him for boxing tip. He's always posting, you know, cool information about boxing or just tips in general. Instagram. Um, Instagram. Boxing history stuff. Check it out. Oh, boxing history. Some cool stuff. I, there's some stuff I never even knew that you've been posting. That's cool. Um, but definitely check that stuff out. Um, if you guys have any questions, let us know. We, I always got a Q&A running. So if you guys ever, you know, want any questions, just drop up, drop them. Jake maybe can run a Q&A eventually for the boxing stuff. You know, just drop some questions in there or just fitness questions in general. Um, reach out to us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.